Climate and Sustainability with Kevin James. And good afternoon to you, uh, Kevin James. Are you good? Oh, very good, Ernest. Beautiful day in the Cape and, uh, yeah, warm regards to you and, uh, and your team in the studio. No, it sounds like it's a beautiful day all round, uh, Kevin, and uh, uh, much appreciation to, to the heavens above for that, I suppose. Absolutely. Um, let's get to it. The uh, COP21 climate change negotiations taking place in Paris in November of this year. There seems to be a hive of climate change-related activity in the United States right now. It seems to be uh, quite a big topic there. Yes, uh, lots going on there, Ernest. And uh, last week, Barack Obama came out with some really sweeping announcements in the form of his so-called Clean Power Plan, which uh, really included some aggressive targets to cut and phase out coal-fired power stations in favor of cleaner forms of energy, and and rather sooner than later. So many say that for him, this is really a legacy-defining step as he prepares to exit the White House. And it seems he has a buy-in from big business, where executives from uh, many of the major U.S. corporations have pledged about $140 billion towards clean energy projects, companies like Microsoft, Microsoft, Pepsi, General Motors, Apple. And uh, then in the new presidential elections, Hillary Clinton is... um has fully supported Obama's clean power plan and promises to continue this if she becomes president and has made climate change really a big focus of her campaign. In contrast, if we look at uh, Donald Trump, who I still refuse to believe could be president of the United States, but mm-hmm. stranger things have happened in that, in that region, sure. literally doesn't believe climate change is a threat at all, even exists. In fact, he stated publicly that climate change is really just like bad weather and nothing to be alarmed about. <laughs> and then, of course, there's uh, Jeb Bush from the Bush clan who believes that Obama sweeping measures are actually unlawful and illegal, and uh, they should be taken to court on them. Obama's plan really promises to reduce emissions significantly by 30% by 2030 in coal-fired power stations over 2005 level, levels. Yet environmentalists are saying, and I agree with this, it's actually still just a fraction uh, of, of, of what the target should be to avoid runaway catastrophic climate change, uh, given the materiality of the uh, United States' contribution towards the problem. But uh, both Obama and Clinton realize that climate issue is a political hot potato, meaning that there needs to be a bit of political give and take. And probably the only rationale that I can find, if any, that uh, on the one hand they unveil this grandiose plan to cut emissions, and in the next breath they're in Alaska giving the go-ahead to start drilling for oil in the Arctic. So a bit of schizophrenia, which is not uncommon in politics, but for now, USA is at least in the game, which should make for a very interesting COP21 in Paris. Oh, absolutely. Whilst Barack Obama is, is receiving many are great and positive reviews the world over, if one can put it that way. As you kind of alluded to it, he still has the U.S. Congress to convince, or at least lobby, <laughs> and the many are uh, denialists. Uh, still a job to do, uh, absolutely. St- still a job to do. And uh, closer to home this time, there seems to be much hype around the uh, government's new pro- uh, pet project named Operation Pagisa. Give us your thoughts on this uh, initiative and whether you believe it will indeed uh, be as beneficial as uh, it's claimed to be. Yes, so, uh, you know, once again, there seems to be a big rush by the South African government to push this one through and to deliver on certain of the priorities of our national uh, development plan. And the name of this operation already says it all. It's called Operation Pakisa, which is the Sutu for Hurry Up. 
And the plan is designed uh, to cover two main uh, areas, the ocean sector and the health sector. But first, the ocean sector is being earmarked for swift implementation, which really involves what they call the exploitation of the ocean economy, meaning really under four main headings, oil and gas exploration, marine transport and manufacturing, aquaponics, which is really another word for fish farming, and conservation and governance. So those are the four sectors. The government has calculated that this exercise and this initiative could potentially bring in about 200 billion rand per annum um, and potentially add another 1 million jobs uh, to be gained from it from currently unexplored potential revenue from an ocean-going activities. Part of the plan is to involve UK investors, which is really part of the criticism of this earnest, where they're saying that this is more about government and big and even foreign business and much less regard is being given to the 150 already struggling fishing communities whose livelihoods would be impacted by potential reduced fish stocks as a result of poor regulation and over-exploitation. So it's quite funny, Ernest, that whenever our government is in such a big rush as it has been in the past with the nuclear deal and e-tolling and the arms deal, South Africans instinctively are starting to smell a rat. And the question is whether the rush is an authentic urgency to solve our many challenges, or whether it's more about really feeding some underlying agenda. Uh, well, once again, in this case, civil society and environmentalists need to be convinced that this initiative is indeed intended for the benefit of ordinary South Africans. Love that, ordinary South Africans, while retaining the integrity of our fragile ocean ecology, or whether it is just another camouflage plan designed to exploit every square inch of our oceans for oil and, ga- oil and gas for the benefit of just a few foreign companies and maybe some connected to them. So time will tell. I hope it is authentic because if it is, it could benefit us tremendously. Oh, indeed. Uh, Kevin James, lots more to chat about uh, next Wednesday. Uh, we leave it there for now. Thank you so much. All the best. Take care. Bye-bye. All righty. Uh, a regular guest, Kevin James from GCX Africa. Apologies for a bit of glitches there towards the uh, tail end of our interview.